Hi, I'm Stage and Stages Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to The Hamilcast. Boots and cuts and boots and cuts. <laughs> <laughs> friends welcome back to the Hamilcast. it's jillian so before i get to the show two things one definitely go back and listen to ryan and Talia part one because there are some through line stories and also they will just restore your faith in love and humanity and the world and they're just the best and secondly october 18th is spirit day i participate in it every year and if you don't know what it is i'm just going to tell you a little bit about it real real quick Longtime listeners of the show know my friend Carrie Rachel Dean. She's been on a bunch of episodes, but for one episode, she joined me with her BFF, Zeke Stokes, who's the VP of programming at GLAAD. And we talked about this a little bit. So this might sound a little bit familiar to you. So here's the deal. It's really simple. Spirit Day is a way to speak out against LGBTQ bullying and standing with LGBTQ youth who unfortunately disproportionately face bullying and harassment just because of their identities. So what do you do aside from just like being nice and a good person (laughs) wear purple I'm gonna be wearing purple not just because it's my hair color now but it's the easiest way to visibly show your support we're all gonna come together October 18th if you want to take the pledge or learn more about spirit day go to glad.org slash spirit day that's g-l-a-a-d.org slash spirit day and you guys let's take a stand against bullying October 18th I'm wearing purple you should too okay here we go enjoy the episode Ryan and Saleya on the Hamilcast. Part two. Yeah. So Saleya gets Hamilton on tour. It's going to be this amazing life-changing event for her, obviously. Well, and one important thing to know is that like from the time that I found out that I was going to do it and the time that I'm starting and that I know that I'm going to begin is about eight months. So I have about like eight to nine months where I know I'm doing this job, can't really talk about it and i'm just like living in new york right there are going to be times that are super convenient and it's like wow i can't believe that we're both like living this great reality together in this same city and that's amazing and there are going to be times where it's like that's amazing for you i'm doing a thing that's amazing for me and it just takes us apart and that is just like a bummer like there's no way you know like they're they're it was, it was weird because like there's an element of it that's so amazing and there's an, a real, very real element of it after coming from being apart for so long. Yeah, that- we had just been apart for two years straight and I'd been in the city for about three weeks where we were like, all right, we're finally in the same place. Settled and done. Yeah. And you had to just sell like your Hamilton tickets. Completely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and the worst part ever that, yeah, yeah, like- <laughs> was that I still had not seen Hamilton. So I'm like, you know, in this mindset of like, this is, you know, this is like a very weird, like the definition of bittersweet, right? It's a like it's, Yeah, mean, yeah, completely. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's the definition of like, this is great and not so great all in the same breath. And so we celebrate and it's like this amazing thing. And we know that in nine months, like Slay is going to leave on the Hamilton tour for, for a year, you know, maybe plus, And we're just going to, that's going to be our reality again. And so like, there's a lot of like happy tears. There's a lot of like anxious tears. Like there's just, it's all happening. And so I, um, I was doing waitress at the time on Broadway. And so I, uh, was doing like a lot of the cool stuff with that, like the Tonys and all that. So I was kind of like living in that life. <laughs> Some of those cool things. Yeah. yeah you know, like, you get yeah, to do. yeah. Being, I know he talks about know. them so casually. Well, because I really honestly don't remember performing on the Tonys because the, ad- the adrenaline just completely blacked me out. Yeah. Like I, I stepped on stage and I was like, okay, I got this. I'm going to be so present 
moment and like immediately I, we, I was walking off stage and I was like wait did we perform yet did like we- and like the side note about the Tonys that's the funniest thing is like we I so that's even part of the story so I'm doing the Tonys in waitress but the way the Tonys work is like we do like bumpers that leave you um, like that lead you to commercial. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you're going to go out and you're going to say like the the theme this year was like, you were promoting another Broadway show from years past. That was like your cast's favorite. So we like every year. Yeah. 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 No, I know. I loved it. It was so cool. And like I, so we went out and we were like, Hey, like, you know, our favorite show happens to be the show that's still on Broadway that our producers also produce, which is Chicago. Like, so we're like, yay, like we love Chicago. And so we were like, we do our little bump and who's next to do everything right after us but the cast of Hamilton so like we go out and do our thing as waitress and it was very just like the whole thing by that time was just like a joke because Hamilton was going to win every single Tony they were nominated for and we knew that and we were like very much aware that it was deserving of it and I had not seen it but I knew from the hype that like this was a monumental piece of art. And so we're at the dress rehearsal and like Carrie Russell goes out and introduces waitress. And I'm like, Carrie Russell, like that's fierce. Like Carrie Russell. Yeah. Like that's cool. Like, you know, like that's like such a cool person. And then like all of a sudden the Obamas are like speaking on the TV and I'm like, I wonder what they're talking about. And I'm just like, (laughs) Oh my God. Like, it's just like, I'm just like, that's weird. Like, I'm like, maybe they're setting up a scholarship. Like I'm literally just like, so herself was like, this is the best piece of art I've ever Literally, C-E-E. Barack Obama just I being what like, she could possibly C-E-E. be doing at the Tonys. Like, I'm just like, huh, Weird. interesting. So, as they're like talking, I'm like, oh, they're of course about to introduce Hamilton. But I'm like, when I tell you I'm not like listening to Hamilton, like, Hamilton is rehearsing the Tony Awards performance on the monitors, and I am plugging my ears and looking away. Well, and Ryan is a very, he's a multi talented man. And helped me rehearse for my audition. So he had heard like a lot of Eliza songs before Actually, this. the only song that I could play that I'm like good enough at piano to play was Burn. Yeah. So, so like he, the he only song that Burn I had heard me. like a million times was Burn. And I, and I was like, let me say like, Burn's a really good song and like, I love it. <laughs> but like, I was definitely feeling like this moment of like, I don't know, like, is Hamilton like really as unreal as people say? Like only having heard like the ballad from the second act. I'm like, this is a really good song, but like no context. I'm like, is it really like that amazing? It is. But I was just like, and I you were asking that because you knew it was that amazing. That's the thing. Yeah. I was right? just like, I was like, I don't know, like maybe I am going to be that contrarian person, but like I'm so not that person in life anyway, but I'm like, maybe I will be the person who's like over Hamilton. Like I had no chance. So I'm like not watching the Tony's <laughs> performance. I'm like in waitress. I'm like, waitress is really good. Like there are people like being like I don't know man like waitress could win and I'm just like could we like no because like then I'm we're we at, we're at the Tonys like they they clean up the Tonys I'm like this is so amazing because it, it really was a moment that was so amazing for like the theater community like for Hamilton to put musical theater on the map again the side note like about that is that like being musical theater like historians by college degree like there were you know in the 50s and 60s and like this time the musical theater albums were like the albums of the day like people like would eat dinner and like listen to South Pacific that was like the thing and then uh, shows like like hair that tried to like integrate like rock music into the canon and weren't really like uh as like storytelling driven admittedly were um kind of like musical theater music like fell out of favor with like the public eye and from like the late 60s to like 70s 80s 90s there were basically besides like rents and some other like culty types of shows 
there were not like uh, the the public viewership of like musical theater like dipped crazy crazy yeah. amounts and we, we, albums yeah. no one listened to and Hamilton was like the first album since then to really like pull the public like fold or back into the fold rather like to just sort of like create a platform for musical theater to exist on like a real level again yeah, like so, all of a sudden musical theater has become a really cool thing and you you see musical theater stars becoming a part of mainstream media i mean look look at ben platt look yeah. at leslie look at well, and look all at the hamilton women. people oh, like you yeah. know it's like it, all you these know, people yeah it's and, incredible yeah. to see how how the show has really permeated like the american cultural zeitgeist totally. i guess like totally. i mean it, i think it was carvin Sassan who was like david diggs is a, like a straight up sex symbol you yeah. guys like oh, so true that david is everywhere you look it's yeah. wild. It's almost becoming comical. Like, like Soleil and I like have a like sort of I don't even know what the emotion is to describe. Like it's pride, but it's also like almost like incredulity. Like <laughs> watching the television and just being like soul, soul. Like you'll never guess. Like watching some other random show like that all like your friends he happens just... to be in an episode of, and I'm just like David is in this show yeah. also. Like, but it is exciting <laughs> because it's given this kind of new excitement to you know we've always known how amazing musical theater artists are and like how hard so many people who are on Broadway have worked to be there and now they're getting this really really major spotlight yeah and it's exciting it's exciting to have like music be I I mean you just see like even on Instagram the way that like kids are responding to this music and how it's kind of just like a whole cultural shift in the way that we think about musical theater and the way that we think about theater in general and, and how, how cool the really irony the world yes this exactly the serendipity slash sort of irony of the fact that musical theater is one of the only like uniquely american art forms and that hamilton yeah. a show about the founding of america that is a musical happens to be this thing that permeates like the, the perfect perfect use of zeitgeist by the way yeah like the cultural you. zeitgeist like you know it's just like it's totally that thing because and, every single tv show i have watched in the past two to three yeah. years has mentioned Hamilton at some point. What were we watching literally like, like two nights ago? Was it um, that Good News show yes, or like good, like literally everything though? It, it was it was just we would always joke about it because we'd just be watching it and it would just be like, oh my god, we cannot right. get away from work. Yeah, like yeah, ev- yeah. <laughs> every single show we'd watch would have like I think it was like BoJack Horseman. To, yeah, the, the promotional... The marquee that he's, like, passing, like, yeah, is a Hamilton. Hamilton at the Pantages yeah. specifically. And that's, yeah. like, not yeah. Burgers, You have yeah. all of these things. Yeah. Everything, So, yeah. now that you're just saying you can't get away from it, I'm going to bring you right back to it. How did you guys get to be... Yes, thank you. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're, you're reining us, us in back, in a beautiful way. Back. So... Salea knew that she was doing it and was starting in, you know, like a, a eight months or so. We were dealing with that as like a reality for our relationship, but also as a reality for her life, which is going to be this amazing thing. What were those conversations like, if I may? Yeah, I mean, they were... They're hard, right? Yeah, of course. They were... That's, ex- like, you know, that's you what do? I mean about the tears well, of anxiety and the tears of like happiness. Yeah. Like it was yeah. this amazing thing. And then all in the same breath, just being like, it's going to be so amazing to like go out and see you in the show for you to be like thriving in this way, but also to be thriving with a group of people that I'll never really know. You know, I'll be here. Who knows where I will be in by the time you get back? Like, if I'll be living in the same apartment, if I'll be doing the same show, if I'll be like, you know, it's like the yeah. unknown of it all. And was long just distance so wild. is just inherently difficult. Sure. And long distance when you are 
like so many hours apart time difference wise is also really difficult like knowing that I was going to be in California three hours before him doing the same kind of schedule like that's that's hard like I would probably be done with my show by the time that he would have been starting his Mm -hmm. and that's that's hard like like long distance sucks anyways anyone who's doing it knows that there's an like that is just hard if you're in the same time zone the fact that you're not in the same far away yeah it's just Tough. The proximity is difficult, but then like communication can get hard. When and it's just so re- you know, it's it's so, so it's we such a 2018 like, yeah. like problem too, because it's like this bizarre thing where you can see somebody on a phone and you can talk to them every day and you can have mm-hmm. direct contact with them through text message every second of the day if you want. And even if you text literally constantly through the day, there's this kind of like a li- like um a little bit sad kind of like uh vibe that you will always have like that's like that person is not still not there you know yeah it's like know? yeah exactly and like, had, i mean you guys have yeah. been so physical in a way where you're when you say something and when you mean it you guys reach out and touch yeah, it's special <laughs> it's so special to, yeah. to, uh, you know facetime is great but it's not it's not the it's same not the, your significant yeah. other becomes your phone totally. and we had just been doing that for two oh, years fuck, straight what a crazy association exactly yeah. like yeah. like and, and we had been doing that for so long and we've been like wow we'd, we'd done that for two years straight and now we're finally in the same place and when it, within that month that we are like we're finally in the same place and we get to do this yeah I it was like robbed of us basically yeah so but we're then like, but then <laughs> we're dealing with this reality for like literally eight months less than a month before we're starting rehearse before Solea is starting rehearsal for the spoiler <laughs> before Solea <laughs> is starting rehearsal for the tour Gavin Creel asks Soleil and I, Gavin Creel's Michigan graduate as well, Go Blue. He's also a really good friend of both of ours. And he is developing the show that he just did at uh, Joe's Pub called Loud it's Night. It's this yeah. amazing musical piece that's about this um, environment that's curated that is for people to come and be free and debaucherous and f- open about their, their world and their life and their love and everything and it's like one night a year the idea is that there's like a party called the loud night and one night a year you get to go and experience this like freeing sort of like almost you know like acid trip type like freedom of of speech and 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 expression and everything so gavin has a concept gavin has that's, an amazing yeah, that's, concept that's gavin's like you know. they, and he wrote a bunch of beautiful songs which he sings so beautifully and he asked Ryan and I to be a part of it he was like can you guys sing my songs for me I would really love that I'll pay you in brunch and we were like we'll do anything yeah for he's you. like low like, key like just we just come to this so studio in Pearl Studios and we'll just do like three rehearsals we'll sing and, and we'll it'll be like a low a key presentation, presentation yeah. and we'll just do it he's like but I'm not gonna pay you like we'll go to brunch after the presentation on me it'll just be like super fun so we're like dude of course like of course. I would love to hear your music yeah. we, we hear the music and we're like on the floor like this music is so we sing it to this day like under our breath like in the apartment like it really? is so unreal. the world will hear it eventually the world did hear it at, jo- at joe's pub at joe's like pub, they, did, yeah, they he, did a he, thing he did do a concert they're hopefully gonna do some demos that like soleil and i are gonna sing on because i'm just like obsessed we can obsessed. you let me know about it and then oh i'll of course. share the shit it will out of be it a and thing. i'll come and hang yeah it will be no, a it's, thing yeah, yeah it's yeah no no but he, he wrote some gorgeous music and we feel like gavin is kind of one of those magical people where yeah. like he just surrounds himself with people who are amazing and amazing things happen around him and so it was kind of this serendipitous thing where within like this 15 minute window 
Ryan and I were sitting outside of like a room in Pearl Studios, just kind of like hanging out. Mm -hmm. And I see Bethany Knox, who casts Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen her since I found out that I got the job. So I I say hi. I like go up to her and I'm like, Bethany, thank you so much. I hug her. I say hi. We talk for a second. A short little moment. And then I go back and sit down next to Ryan and then and she kind of like makes the connection like she's like oh like yeah. those two are together we knew that like maybe ryan would be somebody that we want to explore for this track that i was literally just working on casting in the studio next to where you are rehearsing this random thing with gavin and was it like man man five six yeah no yeah it's, it's this exact thing that i did man five yeah, yeah it, it was the exact track she, that i yeah. ended up doing so she just like sees us together makes the connection and we so go and i go into rehearsal and like 20 minutes later i get a call from my agents that are like hey like bethany just saw you in the hallway at pearl do you want to come in and audition for the hamilton tour <laughs> So like we have a she long just saw you in the yeah. hallway yes. at literally Pearl sometimes and studio and yeah. his and his appointment is in three days and Ryan has not heard a lick of this of this album. The audition initially was to cover George was to be on stage and cover George Washington and Hamilton. So I, I eventually decide like I'll at least audition for this. Like let me just like listen to the music over the over the weekend. I'm listening to the music and I'm like. I am deceased. Like I'm fully just like, this is a different. Yeah. He then begins the phase we've all been in for the entire. Where it's over. Like, where yeah. your yeah. life is yes. over. I, yes. I entered the Hamilton like he's honeymoon. Like telling me like he's texting me being like, oh my God, like have you yeah. listened to that? I'm like, did you yes. buy new headphones? Yes, I, I bought new headphones <laughs> specifically to listen I to I may it. as well have because yeah. I was literally like in the dressing room at Waitress, like rapping under my breath like crazy. The, 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 the details are just insane. Like one day, this is all over the weekend like this is like saturday sunday my audition is on a monday on a tuesday on the monday oh i can't even like begin i I don't even know where to start on saturday in between shows i'm in the theater of waitress in one of the boxes rapping under my breath like trying to get these raps down my friend aisha who is in waitress is just visiting with her friend in the in the house and it's Michael Luoye. And Stop and it. and she's like Stop. and she literally like calls up and she's like I, I get done I take off my headphones and I'm like and Michael and I reminisce about this moment like all the time cuz it's just too funny. I like stand up and I like look down and I see him and he's like hey man like and it's just like beautiful voice. He's just like hey good luck. We are the good presidents <laughs> of the Michael, Michael Luoye fan, fan club. club. I mean oh my can, god. I wrote his reference letter to get his new apartment in Brooklyn. Like I am not yeah, kidding. Like really? we we are like no. His biggest fan. Seriously, like I could go on for a really long time. All right, I'll be like vice. Fi- I am. Yes. I am here. To, I <laughs> will yes. say We're every amazing. I'm obsessed with. Yes. Him. Yeah. No. He's the kindest person yeah. on the planet. When, um, so my parents saw person. the show for the first time ever after two and a half years, and the first person they met was Wallace Smith. The second was Michael Owaye, mm-hmm. who came, who did the stage door, and then came back because he knew my parents were coming, oh, and then got his amazing camera and took a badass picture of us together. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He is an excellent human. I think he should teach classes about how to be an excellent human. Yes. Me too. He is Me too. He's I will join standard. I will join your tribe. I mean I mean standard. I'm here for it. He's Michael incredible. is just like he's pure. He, he is. is pure yes. goodness. It's yeah. wild and he is a dream to work with. Oh my goodness. In I've never met like, someone who is more cons- robotically consistent yeah. in yeah. his performance but also 
so spontaneous and alive. Totally. It's incredible to me. And that's why I was like, dude, you just played, and it was a Wednesday. I was like, you just did Hamilton twice. And he's as dripping. you. Like, you do, you're so extra in the best way yes. ever. And then he did Stage Door twice and then came back and was the nicest. Like, it really is amazing. Just, yeah. Everyone he, take notes. He continues Truly, into my honestly, wild, honestly, like, though. Hamilton tale because then the next, so then on Monday, Soleil and I are both singing at a random like concert series for at Lincoln Center for new composers you were singing that like Carter and Gregor song and I was singing for Henry Nettleton and we show up at this thing and at this time this was after my first audition for Hamilton so I went in I did the material Bethany pulls me out and is just like okay look we're gonna add Burr to the packet you're gonna need to learn all of this music too and at this time I'm like just feasting on the Hamilton score I'm like give me all of it like I'm just like I'm ready to learn it all he's in that honeymoon phase I am at the dining room table in our old apartment, like scribbling every word, like like you're so ham. I, I am. How Wait, do you write? Can like I you're just running like out have of time. A proud girlfriend moment. Like Ryan learned the bulk of the most complex parts of this show in three days, and yeah. we had them off book. Completely, there aren't many people. Well. Well, yeah, no. You're, I was going to say completely best, off book yeah. only because it's so intuitive also, to like, learn. He knew it. He knew it by heart in three days. Like that takes a really special brain. The entirety of like, and I mean, it is literally seventy-five pages. This packet was seventy-five pages of material. It's five songs for each character. So we do this random concert. I'm like, oh, I might have to pull out of this concert. Like, I'm really needing to like learn this stuff. And so in the corner of this concert, everyone's like milling around, socializing, and I'm like that guy who's like in the corner like learning this material like rapping Hamilton so I go in the next Same. day for the final thing and it's like Tommy and Lack and like all the people and like we're we're in this uh, it was actually on a Wednesday it was between shows so I went and danced in the morning and then afterward they were like you're coming back in afterward and so I walk into the audition and Jordan Donica is standing outside the, the room Stop. and I literally had this moment of like this motherfucker is going to get this. Like I was just like, I was like this dude after all of this work, like after all of this time is going to snake this from me. So I'm like so defeated and I'm like, let's just get this over with. Like this dude is like playing Raul and Phantom on Broadway. He has like this, you know, like these good credits. Like he's the perfect look for it all. Like if he's doing the same like sort of track as I am, like this is just over, like whatever. So I just like walk in. I do the, I do every single page of material. I finish with one last time and I'm my voice is gone and I'm just like wow that was that I'm walking they, they say that's it the only thing I haven't done is a final duel at this point because I know I'm not getting it I'm just the like final duel was in the packet oh yeah as Burr yeah yeah mm-hmm. so I'm like at this point where I'm just like feeling pretty like just like cocky and whatever about it because I'm like I learned all this and I'm not going to get this because Jordan is obviously going to get it so I'm just like got to the point I was like they were like great that's all we need and I said to Tommy I was like you're you don't want to hear the final duel like and he's just like oh you well, did not say that yeah, to Tommy yeah I, I swear he'll remember it we've talked about it and he's just like he was like uh, I mean do you want to do it and I was like I mean yeah like I've learned it like I want to do it I mean he was just like we uh I don't know man I don't think we have enough time and I was just like well now I'm for sure not getting it I was like well whatever man like see ya like I'm glad I learned all this material like peace out I was like maybe I'll get Dear Evan Hansen like I like literally like walked out I was just like whatever like I'm like leaving the place and Bethany comes out I'm like packing up my bag and Bethany's like hey congratulations like and and for the listeners who might not know like casting directors are 
like very important to the process and are the sort of liaisons between the creatives and the um, potential people in the company. So like a compliment from them means the world, but simultaneously doesn't mean like anything in stone. Like if somebody's like, oh, congrats, like you did so great. It's like, thank you. That's good for you. But they don't ultimately make the decision. So I'm like leaving and Bethany's like, congratulations, like you're totally getting this gig. And I was like, oh, thank you. Bethany's like, no, 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 no. Like this is me telling you, like you got it. And I was like, excuse me one second. And so I go to the elevator of Pearl Studios. I'm like pushing the button, like let me out of this room so I can go like call you everybody I know. You walked away from her? Well, because I was like, thank you so much. Like that, I'm getting this, like ran away. It was just like, I got to go back to my <laughs> evening performance of a, of a show. Holy so I'm literally shit. like- you have to go to work. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm God. on my way to work. So I'm like pressing the button in the thing. I'm in like the elevator at Pearl Studios right now. Like it's like full of NYU students like taking class and they're like, Mrs. Mullins. Like, and I'm going through this like slow motion, like boom, 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 boom. Like I'm, I'm leaving on Ham- the Hamilton tour with my girlfriend, like all of this, like rush out of the building, call Soleil, like first thing, go to work, put in my notice that What night. was that phone call like? I was like, you will never well, guess. Well, we were kind of like, like leading up to that. We were kind of Because like, you okay, know, okay, you okay, knew okay. he was going to the, I mean, I was there for all of his practice at home. Well, and I was leading like, up to well? it too, they, there was like a funny sort of mirror image moment where they told me after my first audition, they were like, you have to go see the show. And I was like, I can't, I'm doing another yeah. Broadway show. Yeah. And they were like, well, you have to see it if you're like, you're, I'm, is there a way that you can see it? And I was like, maybe I can were see it. Were you the on- one person who was like, I can't see Hamilton right now? Oh, I was the one oh, person who went. called my stage manager <laughs> for waitress, Tom Gates, shout out. I lied to you. And I was just like, hey man, I'm sick. Like, and I just like, I yeah, like, it's a strep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got something in my throat and it's the score of Hamilton. Yeah. Like literally like put like, put down the phone, like, like oh, ran James Bond my way like into midtown saw hamilton from standing room like last minute like watched the show and michael away comes back because i was watching the show and midway through the show they're just like uh, javi was feeling like really under and they're like for the remainder of the performance the like role of alexander Wait, hamilton will play by michael Luaye. come on and he shows up and he's like and michael like walks out and michael just does a totally different performance of hamilton like yeah. and so i'm just like not knowing the score at all or like anything like that i didn't have to learn for the audition oh so you saw it fresh Oh yeah! In standing room oh, with yeah. two hams. Yes, and so yeah. the cabinet battle like starts, and he's I like, know. and Michael's like, "You must be out of your <gasps> goddamn mind!" And I was just like, "What uh, is going on?" That's one of like, my favorite parts of like Michael's shows. Me too. Me too. He's yeah. cabinet so battles. He, good at the cabinet battles. You don't they're miss a they're syllable fit. of no, what you he don't. says. He is out of control. No, his his rapping is insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, but but Ryan is there to see the show, and I'm like, wait, but then you got it. Like you got it. If they like sent and you I'm to like, see the show. And I'm like in spot now like well I don't know. Like, and I was she's like, like no. you I was told like, me that. You like, told me? You're the worst. You're the yeah. best and you're so beautiful but <laughs> yeah, you're she, both the worst. Yeah, you are the worst like, This sometimes. is the same like And I was like no that situation. is what she told me like I think you got that and this is like a week and a half before we started. Like like imagine God. eight months in between this where we're like we'll make the most of this time where we are both in the same place. And the most and then, beautiful cherry on top of the entire <laughs> Hamilton cake is that I get the job. We're starting in two weeks. We started like January, like 16th or mm. something. 
on New Year's Eve, Solea, I, and our friend Dan Belnavis are in my room, just us three, on New Year's Eve, being yeah, like, talking, about like, the talking future. like, you know, being like New Year's Eve, like, level of just like, this is what's going to happen in the next year, man. Like, Don't give manifest me that, 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 man. Manifesting what you, know, you want. Like, Talk yeah, about what we you are for the next year. Don't yeah. give me that no. shit, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, you know. That, yeah, that, Ryan. That would have been. We are talking very seriously about the future, and I'm like, I got this job, so I'm feeling some yeah, sort of way about myself and, and like, like my Dan, you know you'll never guess but I, I like, got it he's too. doing it too and we're and talking Dan's about like, it what and this then is literally insane. how long was it after that like, we were starting rehearsal less than two weeks later so three or four that, days after that in that two week time Dan calls me and I'm like why is Dan calling me he, like I'm still in the mindset I'm like he probably left like something at our house and he's like dude I'm gonna be man six on that tour shut up and he Dan yeah, went so to up. Michigan <laughs> with me and Solea and so we're like are you kidding me? That is the moment of like, wake not up. Not come over like tomorrow. Yes, he, he does. He will he be does. a fantastic guest. Totally. Oh, he's the most like, he he is, Dan is the funniest person on the planet Earth. Truly, like, truly. I'll, I'll go to the but grave. But it, like, it was just like that wild, like I, I swear there is, there, there is magic surrounding this show 100%. in that like, if you just like lean into it and give yourself into them, just like the magic of this show, like your life will change. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, it is. And so that like happened for us and mm. Dan. So we're all like on tour together with like each other and with Dan and met so many like amazing friends and in, it opened in San Francisco which is where I'm from and so like I thought this whole time that I was going to go to San Francisco and see Hamilton like from the audience to see Solea in Hamilton for the first time and now I'm like in it with her with my parents and her parents in the audience like it's just like too insane too like good. the whole thing mm-hmm. is just too insane all right so I gotta ask yeah you guys performing as Ham and Eliza together. Yeah. Yeah. Was it awesome? It was. It was really awesome. It was. Okay. <laughs> the funny part is that. Because I know uh, it's going to be a story. I the, didn't know. Because knowing you. The funny part is that. <laughs> I wanted to be his Eliza the first time so badly. And there was no reason that she wouldn't be. I mean, like, barring some freak sickness or something. Like, obviously, the first time that I went on, she was going to be Eliza. She was uh, Eliza eight shows a week. Like, I was going to. The first time I was on as Hamilton, it, I was, you know, it was going to be us. Unless Soleil, uh, unless Soleil happens to book a gig at the Hollywood Bowl for that week. Is that actually what happened? That is. So that Soleil is, is at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. It's she leaves on my birthday on July 14th. <laughs> to which do was, an equally like superbly musical theater gig. I was yeah. doing Sondheim on Sondheim. I was gonna say, wait, hold on, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> yes. So this was like the one week off that I took from the show. You guys like can't even help yourselves. Honestly, no, like, we can't. Just- oh, let me throw the craziest part in is that this was exactly a year because it's on my birthday. This was exactly a year after the first time Soleil performed at the Hollywood Bowl as Maria in West Side Story. Cut to I know, a, I was going to talk about An that. exact <laughs> year later on my birthday is my put in as Hamilton. Soleil leaves that morning on yeah. my birthday to go to the Hollywood Bowl again. There was no other way that we could schedule it. Yeah. And the next day after my put in, they are like, stage management calls me like, are you good to debut as Hamilton? It just Summer? happens to be like the first so time. So Raven Thomas, yeah. who much, much love. I, I, we both love you so much. Shout out to, yeah. Shout out to Raven. Was my first Eliza and not Solea after like all this hilarious build up to us being like, we're going to do it together. And Raven literally comes on and is like as Eliza and we're like backstage and she's like, hey man, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, this is no, going to be great. Like, and I was like, and I was so amped. Like, it was just like, obviously not so that feeling. 
feeling like I was, but I was so like, upset. I was texting I know, you that day. I, I was know. like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah, I know. I was like, are you so kidding? And like, there and was, that's the way yeah. our life has worked. You know, it's like, of course, there's like a funny, hilarious, little weird hiccup. And then, of course, we did it a million times after that. And like yeah, all yeah, of yeah. those times. So like the first time we did it, I at least and, had and like, one under least, my belt yeah. because then I was I was thinking to myself like if I have to do this for the first time ever and it's with you like I will not get through it. I just mean Ryan like, really the, didn't want to do his first Hamilton performance with me. He, he had sort, said that even before it happened. He's yeah. like, I really hope you're not there. <laughs> He, and I mean, then guess what? You not in as many true, words, but, but, yeah, but yes, I mean, I, like, I was I worried about the just like emotion of it being like too much to do with. I mean, sure. I would already you have to like put it in the context of like what I was going through, too, which was that like I was hearing Hamilton for the first time while we were in rehearsal. Well, that was like, your fault. I, yeah, it was. It, it really was. was. But I was fully in the honeymoon <laughs> guys, phase of you like. You see Soleil's eyes. And yeah. The, it's like she They're just rolled. pulled the shade down. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Because I was like, I like I was experiencing Quiet Uptown, for instance, like for the first time watching Michael like in rehearsal being a part of the show I was not gonna like emotionally detach myself from that for a long time knowing especially that I was gonna do that role with my girlfriend eventually so I was thinking like if the first time is like a couple months after I'm even seeing this at all and it's with you and we're on stage together in my hometown like with my parents in the like I won't make it and so I got one out of the way. I was still obviously a mess, but it, I can't imagine what it would have been like with you. And so I at least had like a bearing for when you came back and we did it together. And it was not long after that. And then, and that was just like, there really is no uh, way to describe it. I mean, I feel like we probably had different. I don't even I like, would remember. Love to. Like it was so. I, I mean, of course I remember it, but <laughs> I like I did, it was just so. Well, I mean, for me, I'm I'm sure for you it was like because you have so many different perspectives on the show, doing it many different ways. Like I had my one way, and at that point it had been you know probably probably over 100 shows like I had taken a week away from the show which was wild to just like work on something totally different Mm -hmm. and then I come back and I want to say it was really soon after I'd come back that we went on together and and one really great thing about when people go on for Hamilton and they have like short hair is that they get a full-on wig they get a full-on ponytail lace front wig and i've never seen ryan with that much hair and like i'm and it's the first time i've ever seen ryan in a wig and it sounds so trivial and so small but i like come out and i'm like oh my god like i don't think it's that's trivial my, at all that's the love of your life yeah and you know him every single yeah. moment in every and way like he has my a husband came bun. home and now had a man bun like, that's I'd be a like, moment like the hair is a moment and i'm like here i am seeing like my boyfriend in a a a wig and for, for the, the first time for the and B, sort it's of, a ponytail well yeah and the track of the show is that is such that after yorktown hamilton lets the bun down and they redo your hair into the half up half down for uh dear theodosia and, I, and, yeah, and the there's just something about scene where up. you come in and yeah. say about the john lawrence letter which is yeah. not on the album and and, and yeah and, and and the half up half down and so i knew that would be the reveal of like yeah, there's hey. something because like, i had it on the put in like that was gonna the first time that i saw it was going to be when i it's just the, like i don't even know there's no amount of talking that can really prepare you for like being in that moment and you see and you're like 
damn, like you look really, really different right now. And you're yeah. in full on like lime green only mm-hmm. like, you, you know, and, and one of the interesting things for me was like, I, I don't know, as an, as an actress, like I have to take some time and really get into an emotional space. Sure. For, like for burn and, and, and for that whole part of the show, that's really, really emotional and during that time I usually for for me I prepare myself thinking about the show just allowing myself to kind of go there as Eliza thinking about you know what what would get her emotional what would get her thinking in that frame of mind and then for us it's so I had never played opposite someone who was my actual like opposite in life and so all of a sudden it just it's really real you know, every couple fights and here I am thinking about like that thing two years ago that kind of made me mad. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, I, it, it really it really becomes a really, really real thing. And it's like kind of, it's a beautiful thing, kind of a scary thing. Yeah. When, li- when your life does become your exact art because then there we are relating to, like it's a weird thing and I would love to talk to other couples who have maybe done this before, but like relating to each other as your characters yeah. as opposed to as yourselves. I mean, and, my husband and, and I have done it in our web series. I mean, mm-hmm. not a Ham and Eliza type of way. Uh, in the residuals, we were like kind of flirty and like mm-hmm. into each other, yeah, which is yeah. easier than but, I think what well, Ham and Eliza go well, through. But is it, you know, because like that's the thing too. Like there, there is an element. I feel like that's what's like beautiful about Hamilton, right? Is like people like watch this and they relate even a kernel of something that they see, they extrapolate in their own mind to like what they, they are feeling and like to stand behind, like, you know, it, it, this is not something that you feel all the time, but like to stand behind your person and say something like, I know I don't deserve you. The, just the kernel of like, you know, feeling like, wow, gr- like gratitude for your real person. Like, wow, you really are just like such an amazing person. Like, and having that like glimpse, like we all have of like, wow, like, do I even deserve this? Like, this. and then you're like tapping into that for like a really emotional moment moment and like it's like every little feeling happy and sad you know the yeah. wedding they, like when we were when we when yeah. we did helpless for the first time Our the entire company was just yeah. sobbing because it's like it's a kernel of something that's real i honestly thought it would be a lot easier i feel like we haven't even like talked about this like yeah, we've never really like unpacked it we yeah, haven't yeah, unpacked funny. it but like yeah. i thought it would be easier somehow to be a lot more like truthful mm-hmm. when you're like with your person but it, what I realized, I think, in that time is, like, it's a different story and it's ours. And I, I, I think, for me, it was harder then to connect to the story knowing that I was singing to this person who I, like, know and loved and mm-hmm. had such an intricate, deep relationship with and 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 there's such a specific relationship that you develop with the person who you play opposite in any show I feel and with this one I had a whole you know we have a whole story and then on stage it was either like do I then connect to you as a character or you as a person and that for me was I had like the first show the first show like I was like oh my god like this will be so emotional and so crazy and then I just found myself like so split between those ideas I found it really distracting I like had a really hard time I was like you're you like this man I love and spend every day with but you have a wig on and I'm like trying to kind of put these circumstances onto you and to our 
our relationship and they don't fit and it doesn't make sense. And so it's funny because I felt the exact opposite. I yeah, was Ryan I was in the mindset of experience. just like I will completely treat this as Ryan and Solea. And if there is something that is not natural to us, like something like like you know losing your child or like something like that, you know, you I will find some sort of emotional equivalent and expand upon that to the point where I am in an emotional spot. Like there was no to me as that like relationship of course with Burr and everybody else it was different but like and I maybe this just speaks to me as an actor but like to me I feel like making it grounding it in something that is 100% real like looking at at Solea and thinking like you are Solea when I say we'll get a little place in Harlem and we'll figure it out and we live in Harlem in a little place but it's it's a different story for Eliza and I was like do I get mad at you right now for everything because Eliza gets pissed and has every right to like do you get mad at ryan yeah and and and, and plus ham or just ham and me and me as an actor so much of what i bring to the stage in my process is rooted in what i have experienced so far and that was difficult and such a decision that i didn't know how to make at that point i was like do i decide to take what I know from my life from our relationship and somehow turn it into something as deep as being angry at you for being responsible for the death of our child like I can't even like you know what I mean and in that moment kind of thinking about that thinking about like whatever you know like I don't want to say trivial, but whatever, like day-to-day things that we as a couple had gone through and then somehow trying to translate that into something so, I was like, I don't know. My brain was just like glitching, being like, wait, what? And, and it was easier to do with someone who was new to me, who like our, the majority of our relationship had been spent being these characters, but with someone who I knew and loved and had a history with, I I, I learned a lot about myself as an actor honestly well and how real is that being like an an understudy too because you don't get that time with the people like so there is no equivalent as an understudy you don't have a relationship with somebody that is Hamilton and Eliza because you have never been Hamilton and Eliza with them and so like there is something to be said as far as like you need to translate those experiences because there's that's so fascinating like that like I'm, I'm just fascinated by this whole like thing because it, it is so it's such a mind like fuck and for an yeah. actor you know in the different positions because I don't feel even like Raven and I or Julia who is the standby out there like there is no we don't have a relationship as like Hamilton and Eliza we have a relationship as like the people who are in the building together but like like you Michael and Michael and I, had a well, relationship I mean, that was that and that's first. something that's so like beautiful about and and something that I will always cherish about that experience is that we got to build that experience from the ground up with that entire cast. And I think maybe after the Puerto Rico company, maybe if they start like an Australia company, I'm not sure. I don't know how many people who do put Hamilton on as a like I don't know how many productions of Hamilton will be a cast starting from the beginning that way like you know there was Broadway Chicago us the second six weeks of rehearsal like Mm -hmm. really unpacking but actually starting you know all of us being like okay we are here together we're all meeting each other on the same day and here we are like building the story from the ground up like I will always feel so crazy thankful that we got to do it that way because we weren't being dropped into a story that was already being told in a really specific way like we were all like okay 
this is who is doing this. How do we put this together in a way that is cohesive yeah. and, and makes sense? And we were so all on the same page and I felt really proud of that. But then yes. even moving forward, like, like, you know, like Michael to me, like, like that was by Hamilton in such a specific way. Like Michael was that. And then like dropping like my boyfriend and someone who was so specific to my life into a process that had been so deeply ingrained in me was really, I, I learned a lot about myself as an actor for sure when we yeah. did that. So I want to ask, what did you guys learn watching each other on stage? Cause you weren't always Ham and Eliza. That's a great question. Um, and I also want to mm-hmm. ask like, how hard was it to sort of like you guys, perfect, beautiful, incredible, whatever, <laughs> but real humans and like couples fight. I think that it is inherently weird for better and for worse to be in a situation where you work with your significant other. Like there is an element of it that is amazing. And that we, we said out loud, I mean, like when it started, like if we come out of this process as, as strong or stronger than we were, we're moving back to New York. We're moving in together. We're getting a dog. Like we're doing that whole thing, you know, because it's like, that is the ultimate test like especially to be on the road with a group of like 30 people who are the only people you know in those places right you know it it it's just a completely unique thing and so i think that i mean as far as like what i learned there is i've never uh i've i say with michael you know i've never worked with somebody so consistent like soleil is one of those people too like i have never worked with somebody who is just consistently there and present and takes the work and the obligation that you have as being in it, an actor in the show Hamilton and such an integral part of Hamilton, taking it so seriously, not to the point where you're being like annoying, taking it seriously, but you know, like just truly the definition of that word, like taking, understanding the responsibility you have to the community that is seeing the show that if you know that, for instance, you cannot give the best show possible, like you shouldn't go to work, like that you have an obligation to the people who are paying the money who are, and and it's not about the money, it's about people who are coming to experience something that will change them. And that is a very real thing about Hamilton. There are shows that are beautiful and fun and that are amazing, but that that you are not walking away wanting to change the the makeup of somebody's beliefs yeah, and like you Hamilton knew that people had like circled that date in their calendar and, yeah. and missing a show or, or, or being there when you knew maybe you, f- you fell under there was, I, I know for me, I felt like a really, a really heavy amount of guilt if I felt like I wasn't giving them a perfect show. Aww. And, and, and I felt really grateful to, to Ryan, to someone who had at that point had, two Broadway shows under his belt and was able to give me the insight and the wisdom of knowing like, Hey, like peep, you are human. You can call out like that. That was my first experience doing eight shows a week. And there's so much about that experience that nobody tells you and that nobody can tell you because it's all about your own limits and and your own threshold of work and and I feel incredibly grateful that Ryan was there to be like 
to, to be someone like, wait, no, no, you are not crazy. You should call out today. Or like, wait, wait, no, 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 don't, don't. Or yeah, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, and not I, just I, even about that, but just more. Not about stuff like that. Not, yeah. e- not even about just being at the show or not, but mostly like that you have a responsibility as an mm-hmm. actor in a show that is shaping the American cultural dynamic that people are coming to see the show who are ready for their minds to be blown mm-hmm. in a way not just from like the amazing creativity that the show provides but from like a message about America and about race and about immigration and about things that people often are privileged enough to sort of um, schlep off and they don't have to worry about it as much because it doesn't affect them as you know majority white people in America and that you have a an obligation to those people to show out for them and yeah. give them the story. I was you know? going to say, like you were saying before, you feel a responsibility. Oh my but gosh. I, I, yeah. I also think that as much as I love and, and hear that so much, like it's your responsibility to yourself to yeah. give yourself some self care or, a yes. you know, yeah. take a break. No pun intended, really for real, Truly. like just whatever you needed. That's to as do. much a part of it. And like, there's no way to know your limit until you find it. And, and this show I think is one that really, um, pushes people to their limit physically and emotionally mm-hmm. And, and I experienced that for sure. And I feel proud of that. Like I, I know that my time in that show, like, oh my goodness, I, I don't know if I'll ever love a role the way I loved Eliza. I don't know if I will. I I never like, I, I thought I was like, wow, like 300 shows in whatever, like. I will be, who knows, like doing the same thing every day that many times, like. I really thought that I would be f- feel tired of it, and I didn't. I really, honestly, didn't. I I think that Lynn wrote this thing that took on a different meaning every day, which was wild. And like Eliza, for me, went through something different every day, and and a lot of that role for me was like dedicating that show to whoever was there, or dedicating that show to someone who I maybe felt needed it. And it imbued the show with something new. And I think maybe that's like a testament to any amazing art, any great art, is that it can mean something different um, depending on the state of the world or the state of the actor in that moment. And that's really how I felt. Like, I, it felt new. The character really did feel new all the time. And it sounds cliche and silly, but you want to, like, you know that people have paid more than they should like I feel like choked up thinking about it like you know that people are there for something so much bigger than just being entertained in that moment like and and the letters that we received and the things that we heard from you know like young girls who would be like you know you seeing you and those sisters would like gave me confidence to be myself things like that to like wear a hijab like at school yeah, like i remember like, that specifically yeah the, the, like the, there I mean, were like letters things, that we things what? like that like and, uh, yeah, and, and the, it circles back to i think like the the experience that you had at the show like saying yeah. like this is something where i'm seeing like representation in a way it, that i had never seen and, and 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 it becomes because it's not just the show and i think a lot of actors have to recognize that that like who you are 
outside of that role and outside of the few hours that you are doing that every day, like that carries something that's really important to a lot of people. Um, and, and that's huge. And it can either some, some days it fully fuels you and you're like, yes, like I'm doing that this show for those young people who feel voiceless or feel, feel who like they don't belong. And other days you're like, oh my gosh, today my voice is not in a place where I can deliver a show that will bring you there. And that's a crazy amount of guilt. And I, I guarantee you people in every Broadway show running right now, they're like leading people who are like, Ooh, I don't know if my voice will make it through the end of this day. And the people who paid this money might not feel like it was worth it. And that's, even if it's not you, like you, you will tell yourself that and it's scary And it's something that I don't think is really talked about enough within our community because I think it causes a lot of anxiety and, and, but, but, but if there is anything that I learned about this show is that like beyond vocal ability, whatever, just tell the story and people will be there for it and people will be excited and people will be moved as long as you're honest. Yeah. But it's really hard to learn that and it's really scary to learn that but that's certainly one thing I learned being on tour with this show is like just tell your story be honest with that be as present as you can and people will people will be changed for the better it's not about whatever option or whatever riff you're doing as much as we like to think it is and as like fierce as we want to feel in that moment like it's never about that it's it's all about the story and like this story will move people every time regardless of how you feel How are you not inspired by these two people, right? There's just so much goodness pouring out of them. And before I wrap up the episode, since Soleil was talking about Eliza and telling the story and how these young girls would come up to her saying what it meant to them to see Soleil, Soleil specifically play this role and the importance of this role. I want to tell you about this book called Eliza, the story of Elizabeth Schuyler Hamilton. And it tells Eliza's story through pictures. It's a picture book. So it's kind of like it's technically for kids. I love it. I recommend it to everyone. But I just thought it was so relevant because of what Talia was saying about all those those younger Hamilton fans coming up to her. So it tells her story. And I get so many emails from you about how your kids are interested in history now and how the young people in your life, whether you're a teacher or a parent or whatever, they want to know the story. So this book, Eliza, the story of Elizabeth Schuyler Hamilton, I think is perfect. It's written by Margaret McNamara, illustrated by Esme Shapiro. And who wrote the afterword? Philippa Sue, because of course she did. I love all of these women who are telling Eliza's story. So yeah, it's out now. I just wanted to tell you about it and I hope you enjoy it because I think we got to keep telling all of these stories, you guys, and this is a great way to do it. So that's it for me. Stay tuned for Ryan and Soleil, part three. We talk about some Burr's Corners. We talk about the time there was an actual James Reynolds in the audience. We take questions from the Patreon peeps. I mean, it's packed. So I hope you love this episode. Stay tuned next week. Talk to you so soon. I love you. I am G.Pen.
podcast is brought to you by my love of the thing, TM, and my complete lack of chill. Please join me in raising all the glasses to Sir Alex Lacamoire for generously making my intro music and this custom Yorktown arrangement that I will never, ever get over. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To become a Patreon peep and get the chance to ask questions to guests, get tons of behind-the-scenes access, and join the best, kindest, and most welcoming corner of the internet, go to patreon.com slash thehamilcast. I love you guys. Thank you. Hashtag Team No Chill. I'm at The Hamilcast on all social media, and you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Residuals is my web series with my husband, Mike. You know Mike. And can be found at theresiduals.tv. True Crime Obsessed is my true crime comedy podcast with my podcast soulmate and Broadway royalty, Patrick Hines of Theater People and Broadway Backstory fame. Thank you again so much for listening. It means the world to me. To the revolution! revolution.